This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And the subject for today's program is baked pasta. A.K.A. Krusty Corners. I, knew, I, was, I just said we should call our show Krusty Corners, and then I forgot to say Krusty and Corners. I stole it right from Matthew. Just Always looking for an opportunity. Krusty Corners. Um, anyway, you know, I guess we should say a little bit about how we came to do this show, because this, this is a show that I think, it, it's a topic we both feel passionate about. And yet, the genesis for this episode was an abject failure. It, there was a lot of pain. And not not just a failure of uh, of a recording a show, but a personal a failure of, of like personal moral goodness. There's there's been there've been a lot of tears in the spilled milk studio lately. A lot of tears have been spilled. <laughs> and anyway, what we're talking about is um, I had this really bright idea to suggest to Matthew that we both do a show <laughs> As opposed to doing a show separately. Yeah, no. <laughs> I had this bright idea a couple of weeks ago that we should do a show on macaroni and cheese. It really was a smart idea. Well, but here's the thing. The reason why I wanted to do a show on it is that neither of us really like mac and cheese. And I think somehow through, you know, through this idea of doing a show, I thought that we could maybe, you know, discover a mac and cheese that we could love. And we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we made... Three macaroni and cheese recipes, all of them highly recommended. Two stovetop versions and one uh, one oven version. And it totally made me feel like Claire, the person who doesn't like lasagna. Because who doesn't like lasagna? Who doesn't like macaroni and cheese? We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. The stovetop version left us wanting... Um, you know, it was just there. It was kind of like baby food. Yep. Even even though one of them called for wonderful sort of toasted buttered breadcrumbs over the top for crunch. That was baby food uh, with breadcrumbs. It, it was baby food with breadcrumbs, and so we thought, oh great, the oven one is going to save the day. It's yes. going to have crusty corners. Crusty corners. It's going to have some sort of textural variation. Creamy, textural variation. Creamy in the middle. <laughs> crusty on the edges. Yet. Well, yes and no. It had it had those things, but it also had like a, a river of grease runs through it. And we even let it, you know, sort of cool down just the right amount so that 
Ideally, it wouldn't have a river of grease pouring out of it. But really, you could have rode a boat through the cheese grease on my plate. (laughs) Anyway, so you know what, world? I think we just don't like mac and cheese. But you know what we do love? What? Crusty corners. Yes. And so how can we get crusty corners into our life without having it be mac and cheese per se? And I'm not talking about having it at per se. Well, Although that would probably be good. I bet I'd like macaroni and cheese at per se. Yeah, yeah. that's what we should have done. That's what we should have done. <laughs> Thomas Keller, give us a call. Yeah. Well, we, we decided that what we're going to do is just uh, pull back the, 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 uh, the view. Or what am I saying? Expand the view. <laughs> Widen the view a bit. We're going to go on the view <laughs> and tell the world that macaroni and cheese sucks. No, what we're going to do is we're going to make baked pasta. And... I, my concern here now, like, is anybody going to believe that what we say is good is good ever again after what we have said about macaroni and cheese? Probably not. Okay, but let's forge ahead anyway. Let's forge ahead. So, you know, today we are celebrating what we do love about mac and cheese in the abstract. And that is wonderful, toasty, bubbly, kind of burnt cheese. Yes. And slightly crunchy, toasty pasta fresh out of the oven we are celebrating baked pasta and so we we wanted to come up with a dish that would that would fill all of those holes for us uh without being a classic macaroni and cheese dish that we would taste and say "Eh, it's another macaroni and cheese yeah yeah so here we are world with with the ant no i don't know what (laughs) Were you going to say the antidote? <laughs> We're here to save you. The antidote to macaroni and cheese. We've got we've got the cure for the stuff you like. <laughs> no, but we did come up with something good that we can recommend that we like, and we hope you'll like too. Even even if like a normal person, you do like macaroni and cheese. Eat it, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> um, I did. I ate it. And it was good, and it wasn't macaroni and cheese, but it was baked, moderately cheesy goodness. So let's talk about this. I mean, you know, is this a mac and cheese that we just made? Well, that's a philosophical question, isn't it? Well, let's talk about what we made. Okay, so we, I made a recipe from the book Cucina Simpatica by... Uh, I don't I'm, have the I'm author's look, name. I'm looking my head. at the, the cover now. Is it Johan... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Joe. Okay, it's from uh, it's it's by a couple of a couple of authors. Uh, it's um, Johanna Killeen and George German. It is from the Alforno Restaurant in Providence, Rhode Island, a great Italian restaurant, and uh, they are best known for two things. By far, the thing they're best known for is their grilled pizzas, but they also do these baked pastas with kind of an unusual approach, uh, which is you make a creamy, cheesy sauce. You mix it with some parboiled pasta and you put it in a shallow dish and bake it in a really hot oven until it gets brown and crusty on the top and the sauce bubbles up and thickens. And it is, it's not macaroni and cheese, but it sure is good. Mm-hmm. Really, really delicious. Um, so the one that we made today was, um, they call it pasta with asparagus in a lemon cream sauce. Super simple. Just cream, fontina, some pecorino or parmesan, ricotta. And then uh, penne and some fresh asparagus. Yeah, these recipes are so simple. Anybody who likes pasta and doesn't mind inhaling a large quantity of heavy cream should be making these recipes regularly because it's all variations on the same theme. Cream, 
cheese, some kind of flavoring, pasta, bake it really hot. And, you know, to get back to the crusty corners. Crusty corners. Mm-hmm. I to forgot. Get, to get back again. to the theme of today's show. What I wanted to say and, and sort of what what I was thinking about after the mac and cheese episode that, that drove us in this direction is that um, I had read this review uh, in one of the local Seattle papers in which uh, this restaurant reviewer was saying that he was at a restaurant and he ordered some sort of a gratin and the gratin came out with, you know, sort of bubble burnt cheese on top and and the flavor of burnt cheese is so terrible and And i thought what planet is this man living on yeah i mean burnt cheese i mean toasty crusty crusty cheese there's nothing better so what i really really liked about this recipe even though the cheese in it you know wasn't exactly like sprinkled over the top you still get that wonderful flavor of toasted cheese yeah, and uh, what, didn't that guy leave town shortly after <laughs> that did. review was published? Do you he think did. that's related? I think, I think it think is so. related. Yeah, we don't let people who don't like bubbly browned cheese live in Seattle. Right. I make this enchilada recipe that uh, has like a thick carpet of brown cheese over the top, and you like chip it off the plate, and uh, it's... Uh, has nothing to do with baked pasta at all. But <laughs> you were just, that was like some sort of a sweet reverie. Yes. You were on. I was... I was did I use sweet reverie? correctly i think you did i think i I was i was knee deep in enchilada dreams Mm -hmm. um so you know i guess while we're talking about baked pasta we should also talk about tomato based baked pasta which is i think how most people think of baked pasta like a baked ziti kind of thing or or, um or i mean shells and cheese that's that's a baked pasta dish so you know why what's the deal with baked ziti like why not just take the pasta and the sauce and put it in a bowl and eat it well you could do that but you would be missing out on the crusty tips that you get when you when you do it correctly. Mm, mm. Um, because th- there's something about pasta. I mean, I think this is this is part of it, and and certainly you know it can be can be uh, a factor in a macaroni and cheese recipe. Is like when you cook pasta and then dry it out again by baking it in the oven until it's almost black. Something really awesome happens to it. You know what I mean? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Um, you know, well, it gets it gets a toasty flavor. Yeah. It gets a toasty flavor and a wonderful chew that is very different from sort of raw pasta texture. Yeah, but I mean, if you predicted what would happen, you know, I'm going to cook this and put some water into it, and then I'm going to take the water back out of it in the oven. That doesn't sound like a good way to spend your time, but in fact, it is. It is. It is. Is this show going anywhere? <laughs> Oh, this is so painful. We have had some good moments here. Yeah, if, but I mean, if this show doesn't work out, then like we've totally wasted two days and like um, I, I, have I need that a, paycheck. I've wasted a lot of cheese, man. <laughs> exactly. There's a pound and a half of cheese in that mac and cheese I made that goes in the oven. And what, how much cheese did you waste last time? I don't even want to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Like a pound. Do you want to take home some Fontina with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll only ruin that too? <sighs> Well, how, what are we doing? How are we going to end this? Where's the climax here, people? I don't know. We've how much, we've recorded like 25 minutes of show, but I don't know if any of it is usable. I mean, is there a way to just make this funny to be sort of, you know, is there a way to be conversational about this? Well, like occasionally, like when I'm writing a post that gets too long at a certain point, I, I, I'm inclined to sort of step back and go, hey, if you guys are still reading, yeah, like you should go fire up the oven and bake this cake right now because you deserve a reward. I think if you are still with us at this point in the episode, you deserve a cake. 
<laughs> that, that's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, the, the subtext here is, is that we are terrible people. The subtext is, yeah, that we're basically not even people. Right. Because we don't like mac and cheese. You know, that, that is not a human trait. That is, uh, you know, there is a cold machine-like framework beneath our apparently human skin. Even my dog likes mac and cheese. And does your dog suspect that you're a robot? I don't, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Because <laughs> um, I think he does. <laughs> That's just my hypothesis. Okay. Okay. Um, so was there anything else we needed to cover here? And how do we wrap this up? What well, the, what the fuck? Okay. Uh, I, I, for some reason today, I, I keep. I keep making noises like I'm about to say something concise and definitive, and it not, just doesn't happen. It's like, okay, here's the thing. Here's what you need to know. And like, you know, just like half a second before I finish that, I realize I have no idea what it is you need to know. <laughs> okay, so, so you have been listening to a show with two people who don't like macaroni and cheese. What's wrong with us for being those those alleged people? What What's wrong with you for listening to that? Don't dwell on this. Instead, <laughs> we're going to put up a recipe for pasta with asparagus and, and lemon make cream that, sauce. And you should make that. It's really delicious. And really simple. And it has the best parts of macaroni and cheese and none of the bad cheese grease parts. Yes, but I think I think maybe like you know, you realize most of our listeners do in fact enjoy macaroni and cheese and probably don't even mind putting their face in a big <laughs> bottle of cheese grease <laughs> since that that seems to be the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had cheese. I, I think there's still cheese grease lurking somewhere on I, my face. I feel it on my lips. Like I feel like I'm not going to need to put on chapstick for <laughs> the rest of the Maybe day. Maybe that's why people like it is is because of the, the moisturizing emollient quality. <laughs> it's. This show See, has devolved into chaos. <laughs> yeah, I have some other makeup tips. Um, <laughs> what are your other makeup tips? <laughs> I, actually, I don't. A while back, though, uh, my wife got me this. Got me this <laughs> Keel's blue astringent lotion. Have you ever tried this stuff? It's Wait, really it's an bracing. Astringent lotion. <laughs> well, it's, was it like a toner? I don't know. What's a Do toner? You put it on a it's like ball? an. It's like a yeah, but it's like an af- aftershave. Oh, and so does it make your face feel... Tingly, and it's blue. It's like bright blue. I think I used to use something like that from Clinique when I was like mm-hmm. 12 and discovering makeup. So it's just the beginning for you. I, I'm going to deny that I was ever discovering <laughs> makeup when I was 12. Um, so, I, I mean, not not that there would be anything wrong with that. It's just I was a young robot and didn't really understand human ways yet. I... <laughs> It's, this is good. It's it's been a while since we've done a show that's a hundred percent shtick. Oh, <laughs> Chap shtick. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad we're bringing back the chap shtick. Uh, I guess we should say that we're on Facebook. Yes, we are. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Spilled Milk Podcast. Um, last time we mentioned that, a lot of people liked us. Um, which made us feel liked. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Big so boost keep, for the self esteem that. that day. 
you know the thing I wonder that maybe you could post on Facebook? Like, I, I, I do really feel a little bit subhuman for not liking macaroni and cheese, despite having tried it 16 different ways in the last two weeks. So, uh, so maybe post, post the food that, that you feel like you should like because everyone else likes it, but in fact you don't. Yeah, tell us all about it, listener. We're, we are here to listen. Yeah, we, we're not going to be able to save you from, from uh, ostracism and, and social ridicule, but... but we can we'll, hang out with you in that pit of despair. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be ostracized together. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the show that's crusty on the bottom and crusty on the top, but you don't want to eat us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. idea to ever happen to us. <laughs> <laughs>